This is Wicked Thoughts. I'm Flair Castro. Good day, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of Wicked Thoughts. So today we will be talking about time management, and this question has been so often asked of me or those who think that I do have my time managed so well. They always ask me the question, well, how do you balance everything? How do you juggle your time? How are you able to manage your business, stay busy, but at the same time, you know, uh, manage a household and also raise a kid? So that's what I'm going to be sharing today about time management. So imagine being super tired at the end of the day. It's been a long, long work day of Zoom meetings and calls. And let's say you're all Zoomed out. Now, all you want to do is to just prop your feet up and relax without a screen on your face. But first, you got to have some dinner. So you go to the kitchen, go to grab a bite, and prepare to lounge around before you call it a day. And then you remembered You still have a report to prepare. The deadline? Tomorrow. Yes, you definitely have to do it today or else you'll end up missing that report to discuss on another Zoom call tomorrow. Well, who wants to end up with less than a stellar report, right? Definitely not you. But the other thing though is that you really want to watch that K-drama first. The one that your partner and you have been watching on Netflix? Yes, He's there. He's waiting for you to sit with him and finish the next episode together. So what should you do now? What would you do if it were you? Hmm? Now this is where the timeless dilemma of time management rears its ugly head. It's like, yeah, an ugly monster that tries to lure you into its cave with promises of strawberry and ice cream. Yes, I like strawberries and ice cream. (laughs) Well, who can resist that? And yet you must. You must learn how to resist it. It's only out there to get you, to make you its supper and luring you promises of strawberry and ice cream. And it wants you to forget that report for tomorrow. Time management can be challenging. For business owners and fellow parents have a lot on their plates, a lot on our plates, and we are busy in our own rights. And this is why techniques and strategies for time management and productivity can prove very, very useful. And of course, a dash of discipline can go a long, long way. As a consultant and proprietor, I have to be honest with you, I have my struggles with time management and productivity and it didn't come easy for me. I remember in the previous episode, I said that, you know, it takes some time, it takes a lot of discipline and willpower for you to be able to stick to a routine and really learn how to manage your time well. I had times when, like you, I end up procrastinating with work. So instead of finishing tasks, I freeze up and I get distracted. I even find myself scrolling through Facebook. Infinite scroll, right? And we call it the thumb time. 
Or if I'm not on Facebook, I could be playing my favorite gacha game, Epic 7. So we all have our own distractions and we all have our own thing during our downtime. We all know how to procrastinate. Well, sometimes I even end up looking at the clock and not know that I haven't finished any work at all. That's terrible. But during this time, you know, during the crisis where we all have to learn how to work online and to work from home, this is a terrible thing to be in. We all have to be able to conquer and to protect ourselves from that monster who's trying to lure you with promises of strawberry and ice cream. I don't want that, right? I want the strawberry and ice cream, but I want to be able to manage my time well. And so what I did um, in the 10 years that I have been running an agency is to make changes either to my routines or my tools or my mindset. And all of these things that I had to do helped me with this challenge of time management. So it's again, it's not easy to do. You might find yourself trying out some techniques or tweaking a few things. You might stick to it, let's say, in the first three weeks, but then end up dropping some of the tools or changing up some routine. Now, this is definitely normal. And I would say don't be worried if you end up not being, you know, not being used to routines like this or um, tools that I'm going to mention uh, later on. Because in reality, it's you who will have to discipline yourself and to find out what works for you and what's be what's hiyang no, with your routines. So that's what I wanted to say. So for this episode, I will be sharing some of the tools that I am personally using now. I wouldn't say this would work for you, like I said. Um, try this out. You can always incorporate it during your uh, in your day. But let me know if these tools would also work for you. Because um, in the past 10 years, I've used this and these are the things that work for me. So I have five items. And the first one is setting morning rituals. I mentioned morning rituals, but in reality... It's not, I don't wake up in the mornings. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I wake up during lunchtime and in the afternoon, right? So our shift actually starts like 12 and ends at 9 p.m. So I get to wake up like around 12 and go directly to my um, PC where I work. Now, this is a recent routine that I have because of the pandemic because the reason for that is I wanted to be able to use the fast internet connection or the bandwidth during the mornings or early mornings. So that definitely has become my routine just recent recently. But when I say morning rituals, this is when things are fine. <laughs> There's no pandemic and you have fast internet connection. Of course, when you have morning rituals, what you're going to do is the following. So you set routines in the morning that can help you jumpstart your day. Why is that? Because the more you train yourself into building bite-sized, doable routines, the easier it would be for you to aim for more tasks to complete later on 
in the day. So in my case, when I still had my morning routines, I made sure that I drink water and then I meditate and then I exercise. And yes, it's in that specific order. And it works well for me since I can wake up like a robot and then my body knows what to do next, right? So I'm sure you also have morning rituals, maybe together with your kids or your family, especially right now where everyone is on quarantine, right? So perhaps you have a checklist for the day. And if you do have a routine together as a family, it is better that you stick with those and then add more helpful things to your ritual later on. Like maybe instead of doing your usual exercise, you might find yourself adding in you know, checking your plants if you're a plantita, for example. That might be part of your morning routine. So as long as you have a ritual, it will make things easier for you and set your day in motion. So yes, that's the first one. It's morning rituals. The second one is set daily themes. Daily themes has been a helpful uh, tool for me because you can always think of the day in terms of goals that you want to do so this is helpful also if you have several hobbies or several responsibilities or tasks that you need to be able to balance and of course this is helpful for working moms so you're not just uh, let's say working from home but also you're helping out your kids with their assignments or you have your personal DIY projects that you want to do. So speaking of DIY projects, if you have that and also you love reading and let's say you have a major um, project to work on or personal project to work on, then you can separate them into daily themes until you finish working on them. So an example is this. Mondays can be set as a reading day. So you set this day, maybe... Um, after your eight hours of work, you can set the end of the day as your reading day so that you'd be able to complete, let's say, for a couple of chapters just to be able to finish a book in a month, right? So you can set Mondays as reading day and then DIY home projects can be on Tuesdays. And then you can set, um, let's say, personal work projects on Thursdays, right? So of course you have other days that you set, you have to set a theme for. Or you can open other days to random things that you want to do or complete within the week. So you repeat this theme weekly until you finish all your projects, whether it's, it's for your home or for a personal work project or for a hobby that you want to be able to do at least once a week. And then, of course, at the end of the week, you can reassign new themes. So let's say you completed your reading assignment. And then for the next week, you're going to set Monday as a different day. Right? So what you're doing now is you are giving yourself 8 to 12 hours to complete a task at hand. So that if you won't be able to complete this, let's say, in the morning or during your break, you'll be able to do this at the end of the day when you're not facing um, work or when you're not doing something else like watching Netflix, for example, right? So if you set a theme for each day, you'd be setting yourself up to succeed in completing a certain project or a certain task. 
Now, the third item I want to introduce for time ma management is time blocks. So, time blocking is setting the time to complete some task. So, I know that in the past six months, we've been used to working from home. And usually what happens for me is that I set my calendar a week ahead of the schedule. So, let's say today is the last week of... Today is in the last week of September. What I do is that I already plan the first week of October. That's for next week. So all my calendar, every single day in my calendar is also is already filled with things that I have to do or meetings that I have to uh, be on or calls that I have to be in for Zoom, right? So when you set time blocks, if you know that within this certain time frame you have to meet someone or complete a project, um, you're setting yourself with with uh, windows of time that you know that you have to guard, right? So speaking of guarding, um, another item under time blocking is to guard your time. And it's not just guarding your time. It's also guarding your weekends. So I think I've mentioned on my, the previous episodes that I really am an advocate of keeping your weekends holy, right? So no work during weekends for me unless it's a very important work item or I'm, I am engaged for a weekend assignment, right? And like I said, I charge premium for projects or engagements done in the weekend. Because ideally, for me, as a working mother, I want to set my weekends as a time for me to be able to distress with family or to spend time with my son, which is really, really important for me. So I want to be able to guard my time and guard my weekends. So even my clients would know that I am not available on weekends. So <laughs> I always, um, if there are calls or like inquiries that come in during weekend, I always tell them, um, can we set a time to talk about this on Monday or the next week thereafter so that they know that I'm on a weekend break, right? And it's quite important for me, again, I always stress that it's important because it's for the purpose of keeping yourself um, healthy, especially mentally, right? We've always been talking about mental health. We've always been talking about making sure that you have time for yourself. And this is how you do it. It's time blocking, right? So as you can see, I'm quite passionate with this item number three, time blocking. <laughs> So I hope this is also a tool that you want to explore, really blocking your time. And then the fourth item, right? A tool for time management is paper and pen, right? So I know it is very classic or very offline, right? So I know technology is all around around us. We can always use our phones. We can always use a notepad or some note app, um, any note-taking app that we have on our phones. But for me, the classic, the better, right? Well, at least for me, that's how it works for me. So why do I love why do I love paper and pen? So here's the story. I remember going to a mentoring session 
in a room full of successful women from the community. So I would say they are quite older than me. But of course, it's a mentoring session. So I understood where they're coming from, um, the successes they have, and why it worked for them. So it was an opportunity for a neophyte entrepreneur like me to learn from them. So when I was going around to chat with these women, with these women, a room full of women, to ask for advice, I met three ladies. They were sitting on one table, and I sat down and asked them some questions about running a business. So this sudden-looking lady in the middle, she gave me a disapproving look. And you know what she said? She asked me, Don't you have a pen and a notebook? How are you going to write this all down? She was looking at me and she was really looking for my pen and notebook. And ever since then, I tell you, it was a wake-up call for me. And right now, you will never find me without a small notebook or a pen inside my bag. So it has been my go-to. Um, every year, I have a small notebook. I think it's a 9 by 5 I have to check again what the size of that notebook is. But I can just easily insert it inside my bag and then there's a pen. And every time it's full, I always look for that uh, moleskin size so that I can use it as a note-taking device. So a pen and paper combo works well for those notes that you need to take or that checklist you need to make for the grocery. For me, I prefer to take one that's unlined and small so that, like I said, it easily fits in a small bag that I can carry every day. And of course, you can make this a go-to tool. So the last item, item number five, in time management is very very common i think a lot of entrepreneurs would attest to using this it's the pomodoro technique so this one is helpful for those who spend a lot of time in front of their computers and their laptops and find themselves in the facebook black hole or tiktok or youtube well pick your poison but yes social media sucks you in and it will consume a lot of your time in fact they say filipinos spend an average of almost 10 hours daily on social media talk about being social media capital in the world right so use this time spent on the platform instead of doing that how about you make something productive for yourself whether at home or for work so how do you discipline yourself into doing so you try pomodoro so what I do is that I have an app on my Mac. It's called the Alenoff Timer. You can download this timer if you prefer to use it. Open it and run it anytime. So some of us would prefer to use our phones for this, the timer on our phone. I think it's more accessible. But if you, if you prefer to not be on your phone, you can always use an app. So what it does is it helps you focus on doing something productive. Like if you need to finish answering um or creating that report that i mentioned about right so set an alarm for the next 25 minutes why 25 minutes because this is already a good work interval that like i said it could be used as a time block it could separate you your work from your short breaks so for me i can go as low as 15 to 20 minutes so whichever you feel most productive try that and after a span of time i can take a short break by either browsing on facebook or getting a cup of water so think of your browsing as an incentive to finishing the 25 minutes in your pomodoro
Does it make sense? So in that span of time, you can try to get in as much work as possible in 25 minutes. So Pomodoro can be helpful, especially if you're like me, where you feel you easily get distracted with social media. So again, those are the five time management and productivity tools. You have uh, morning rituals and then daily themes and then try time blocking, paper and pen, and lastly, the Pomodoro technique. So use these or a combination of these techniques or um, tools and tell me which one works for you. I hope you learned something for today. Thank you. So that was our episode for the week. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on Facebook at Third Team Media or on flarecastro.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Third Team Media or Flair Castro. For more fun news and discussion, you can check out our site at thirdteam.org. Bye for now. I'm Flair Castro and thanks for listening to Wicked Thoughts.